take a time machine back to before the world went to hell. Around the year 2000. Like and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. And continue the conversation on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you're cool enough, join the show on Patreon for exclusive bonus content, specials, and early access to a longer, uncensored, less than 2,000 experience. And now, Less Than 2,000 with Adam Wentz and Chad Bischoff. Less Than 2,000. Now part of the Greenlit Podcast Network. Dude, it feels so good to be back. It's so good to be back. How was your summer break? Well, you know how it was. I made a movie and... No, excuse me. I want to take that back. I uh, I directed a film, and uh, but the yes. entire time I'm there, I'm like, I wonder how Adam's doing, and I'm 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 I could not be more excited to be sitting here and and staring at you through the screen, and laying something down. Yeah, man, it's awesome to be back. Yeah, making a movie is what we used to do with our VHS cameras. You directed a film, so awesome, man. Way to go. Thank you. Well, now now that we talked so much about me, how was your summer hiatus? That ended up being way too long, by the way, because we were supposed to only be down for like five weeks, and it's been months. So, I mean, I'm so excited to be here, but I can't. We can't go on till you tell me how your summer hiatus was, dude. I just basically sat in a, a dark room all alone, listened to our show over and over again, and cried. I would believe you. I actually would believe that if it wasn't for all of the gorgeous pictures I saw on social media of you, like in the mountains in Colorado and and heading to fucking Minnesota. So like, I'm going to call, beep, I'm calling bull crap, <laughs> foul on the play. Absolutely no way. You at least did one other thing than cry yes. in your bedroom listening I- to the show. <laughs> Yes, I did. I did a bunch of hiking in Colorado, going to Minnesota tomorrow and, uh, you know, and and actually changed jobs. So, I mean, I've had I've had a summer myself. Oh, and by the way, did I mention I was in a I was in a movie directed by my best friend? I've never heard of it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of crying in my bedroom, you know, remember what it was like in like junior high when you're different and you're. Just, you know, maybe you make home movies with your best friend like Terminator 4, <laughs> you know, in 1993, <laughs> 94. Like, you know, people like make fun of you. Like, like, like junior high and high school can be a really hard time. And especially like 12, 13, 11, 12, 13, when you're just going through puberty. And like, oh, yeah. if you are different at all, you were considered like a freak and people kind of ganged up and made fun of you. I remember it all too well. Yeah, so notice how I said made fun of you because I was completely normal. I didn't become weird till later. I remember (laughs) it all so well. I'm just going to repeat that again. I heard the the you. (laughs) The song by Crash Test Dummies and the video really, you know, encapsulates that sort of junior high preteen tweener like awkwardness mm-hmm. oh wow no no <laughs> i 
I was I was so I was taken back to the pubescent hell that yes. is thirteen <laughs> that I literally my voice cracked on mmm. I mean like my mouth was closed and my yes. voice still cracked. That's yes. a sign of like, no, Adam, you you get to do all of the singing for the rest of our entire show lifespan, okay? Because I do not belong singing at all. So, you know, it's actually pretty hard to sing. It's it's harder to do that, I think, than sing lyrics. And in well, yeah. fact, there were supposed to be lyrics in that song. And they just decided, you know what? I'm not writing any lyrics. It sounds like more melancholy and different if you just go, if you just hum it. And that's what they went with. Well, that's hilarious. I mean, honestly, I can see that now. Because let's be honest, we would not be sitting on our show talking very specifically, not about Crash Test Dummies, but specifically <laughs> mm, 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 by Crash Test Dummies. So had, had they filled in the gaps with lyrics, this song would have tanked. Because, I mean, let's just be let's just be completely honest. Because the lyrics are just sort of like, meh. Are you think the lyrics to this song are meh? Because I think they're I think they're low key brilliant, and I think the message of the song is low key brilliant. Uh, but that I mean, the genius definitely is doing the mm instead of lyrics. But I think the lyrics overall are yeah. great. I mean, they're not bad. I think it was the way they were saying, like you know, <laughs> yeah. like zaw. Like, yes. zaw is a word. Yes, they he says, zaw. They zaw. He also said. So hard. Why are his S's? Like, what's with this? And then, so and then the the, the, the the refrain is mm. Like, <laughs> so you you're adding zas and all this stuff into it to then transition to. Mm. So I yeah, I think it's funny that uh, you you know it's not mm mm mm. It's mm 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 mm. There are four mm's and 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 that is all in the title. I, it, it's it absolutely entitled. I think it's because most people get insecure saying mm, about the third time. You can get yeah. to two okay. Third yeah. gets awkward. So then I think people just say F the fourth. Mm. Like that's like yeah. if you're going to say it out loud. I think it's the awkwardness mm -hmm. of just like puberty, just like this song's about. It gets weird by the time you get to the fourth, which is why yes. people <laughs> drop it at the third. I'm convinced yes. of this. Yes. Well, it's got to be at least three because otherwise it's just mm mm or mm hmm. It, you know, yeah. it's, it's like it's got to have mm 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 yep. mm. And, and that's and that's the way it is. And and it's I I okay. It's from uh, 1993s. The the band is Crash Test Dummies. the 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 album is and God shuffled his feet or just God shuffled his feet. 1993. So this is right. This is October 93. So you would have turned 13. I would have still been a ripe 12. We're what, what sixth, seventh grade, and yep. it's just in that complete, complete dark, awkward time of junior high, and and this song, complete with the video, which depicts like a, um, it's probably a little younger than junior high, but like an elementary school style, um, like play, like musical play production, and all the parents are in there watching their freaky kids and they're all dressed up nicely and they're looking like with disdain they're like oh your child is a loser or they're like embarrassed by their children and stuff and it just i don't know encapsulates that weirdness of that of that age 
Um, and of the early 90s. I mean, let's just yes. be clear. Like, it's it wasn't just the age. It was also the early 90s. I, I'm glad you made that point, because that was going to be the next point I was going to make. So now I've got nothing. Oh, now I'm, I'm completely well, you know, out of notes. So after, so basically what you're saying is after 30 plus plus years of friendship, I, we're now saying something that the other one thinks. I'm glad we've yes. arrived at this. Yeah, <laughs> all right, Fred, high five. No, <laughs> I, I did pull the lyrics up. I was a, because I wanted to know if Zaw was actually the lyric and it's not, mm-hmm. it's Saw. It's not. So it, okay. it, I was, I was really curious. I'm like, when I pull this up today, I'm like, am I going to see a lyric? They saw birthmarks. No, it's it's saw. Yeah, it's just sing, the way he's saying it. Sing that or sing or read that that verse, if you don't mind, because that one's the most interesting, I think. Well, yeah, this the second one. Absolutely. Is once there was a girl who wouldn't go and change in the girls. No, sorry. You know what? I'm going to call that back because I clearly can't even read now that I'm a director. Once there once was, there was this, girl this girl who. Wouldn't go and change with the girls in the change room. So that already gets interesting. Yeah. Wouldn't yes, go does. change with the girls in the change room, not mm-hmm. the locker, the change room. Mm-hmm. And when they finally made her, which yes. already sounds creepy as hell. That, that is the most interesting and weird yeah. line in the they whole thing. They saw birthmarks all over her body. Yes. She couldn't quite explain it. They'd always just been there. It always just been there. Like I mean, was was he was he channeling like his old country? Uh, uh, um, uh, Johnny Cash. Yeah, Johnny Cash. He, he was he's like he was channeling Johnny Cash. I I I actually know. Okay, so the lyrics to this song are actually very personal to him. Uh, the guy's name is Brad Roberts. I'm fascinated by this guy because I'm like. Who is this guy? Who's this guy who sings in the the bass slash baritone range? So mm-hmm. he's got you know, the nobody knows, you know, bass the range. I've seen. She's a bass. He's a bass <laughs> and slash baritone. And I'm like, like in his look, he looks somewhat like like an English teacher meets Danzig. And I'm like, <laughs> who, who is this guy? And and what's he all in the sideburns and the duck lips when he's going? And his mouth agape when he's doing the ah. The the, the song gets really big for a while. Yes, it's it's super low key, and then it gets really big. Ah. It swells. It it (laughs) swells and has that like it gives it's it gives you some chills there. But his name is Brad Roberts, and he and he actually was like studying to be an English professor, and he he had birthmarks here he had a birthmark that kids would make fun of him in school and so all these lyrics are very personal to him i mean it's about him and the birthmark on his spine that made him a target of bullying who who what kid would target a kid with a thing on his spine for bullying remember he had to change in the change room so like this is Remember when he was around, this would have been like the 60s or 70s when he was growing up. So they definitely made you change in front of everybody else. And you're like, ha ha, you have a birthmark on your spine. We used to make fun of your mole, dude. I feel bad about that. We used to make fun of the mole on your neck. Okay, well, since you brought up the mole and and that traumatic 
experience. Do you know? I'm really sorry. About I that. have memory. I now I'm gonna cry. Now I'm gonna spend the fall crying in my room. No, <laughs> I, for, I you know the mole's removed. I mean it's been removed since what, like seventh or eighth grade? Yeah, you you got no it removed kidding. at that era. Yeah, so like no kidding. When I'm getting my hair cut. I still cringe as if it's there. I have like a memory cell oh, man. to this day when they take the little, you know, I get my, the back of my neck shaved with the little, with the razor. It, it's still, it's still, I still twitch when they get to that spot <laughs> as if it's going to like rip, they're going to rip it right off. And it's been you gone know, for just under 30 years now. You know how some people like who lose their limbs or whatever, tragically, they have a phantom limb. Yep. Like they still feel like their arm is there or whatever. You have a phantom mole. I do. That's a very good analogy. <laughs> I have a phantom, phantom mole. mole. I think we just hashtag phantom mole. Okay. Can, can we get away with that? I, I have a phantom mole. What's your biggest dark from now on when somebody goes, Chad, what's your deep, dark secret? I have a phantom mole. <laughs> I can use that now. Need some adventure in your life? What Mad Universe is a podcast about the history of sci-fi, fantasy, and horror, where we delve the depths of pop culture history. Everything's the same politically, but we have ray guns. The the actual motive isn't to explore something that's, quote, yeah. scientifically possible. Or... But neither is Star Wars, and I know there's arguments about that, but I would definitely consider Star Wars science fiction. You haven't it's... read Dune! You have, no, I haven't. You can never be the Kwisatz Haderach. What Mad Universe on the Greenlit Podcast Network. We're the Spirit Hunters, and we're a show that treats Hunter Hunter and Yu Hakusho's author as the center of the universe. Some weeks we do linguistic analysis. So the Chinese meaning of this character is to smelt or refine, but so the changed meaning in Japanese it means to temper. Other times we get absolutely smashed. So we take one shot every time. Yusuke uses the ray gun. One hour later. This is the least coherent episode. You can find out more about the Spirit Hunters right here on the Greenlit Podcast Network. So, so, so this this guy, this Brad Roberts, also was in a series of car accidents as a kid, and his hair did not turn jet white like in the first verse, but he. He he kind of combined that with the story about somebody who was going over Niagara Falls and their hair turned jet white from the stress or whatever. It's bright then, white, to be absolutely oh, clear. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> There's not very many lyrics in the song, so we got to at least get the lyrics right. Right, right. And then the the third verse about the church and the... Well, oh, I love... when that, He says, the way he says church, he goes, church. Yeah, he, he brought the Z back into it. And then <laughs> I've always wondered why they shook and lurched all over the Zurch floor. Because, because he went to a Pentecostal church where people, or at least some people, including one specific kid, like spoke in tongues and like had, you know, we're like, we're touched by God and we're like twitching and, you know, like, I've seen the light. Good Lord. You know, and like, so he, this is, this is all like autobiographical for this guy. Oh this, my gosh. Well, knowing Brad that, Roberts. It, does, it does make, it does make the song a little bit better to me, knowing, knowing those things. But yeah, so, okay, that makes sense on the word shook. Cause I'm like, why would you shake and then lurch on the church, on the zurch floor? Like that. <laughs> 
I'm like, I didn't get it. But now if it's like the like uh, the speaking in tongues, you know, sort of like, I've seen it, you know, and like going yes. nuts and, and all that, then yes. Does that does that really make sense, though, with the rest of that uh, verse? Because it's like he want, he, does he go straight home from school. He's never like seen in public basic. But but like like so I always thought it was I thought it was seizures. I thought this kid had seizures. That's what I thought all these years that it was a kid with seizures. Um, and, and he went straight home from school so no one would notice it. But then he had a spontaneous seizure in seizure in, in church. Uh, <laughs> but no, I guess he was speaking. She he she was speaking in tongues. Hmm. And it, so you found that from Wikipedia is what you're saying. I did. You know what? I actually did no Wikipedia this time. I forgo Wikipedia. I found this stuff on songfacts.com. And I wanted ah. to give credit to the, uh, you know, the source. For yeah. once, songfacts.com. I, mean, I, I love how he puts a bow on each one of his, you know, uh, verses. They'd always just gone there. Mm-hmm. Like, you have this whole traumatic moment, and they always they'd just gone there. It always you know? just been there, been yeah. there. You know, it is. It is a nice. It, it is a nice. Um, it is a nice uh, mixture of of weird and 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 beautiful and sad and melancholy and and like somewhat profound for the early nineties. And I I would be careful on the word profound. I have a feeling that might lower your 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 lawyer score by <laughs> saying this is profound. However, it does have the like you said the blend. Of the heart, the interesting, the melancholy, the hopeful, you know, because it rises into this big, yes, you know, nice moment before coming back down. And and so it does have a lot of emotion behind it. I still will never figure out why he said Zaw and yeah. Zerch. <laughs> but, is, is it a good song? Do you think it's a good song or are you one of the, because this song does get a lot of crap. People, you know, one hit wonder. It's cheesy, campy. Do you, do you well, think it is a one hit wonder? There's a, like, oh, we know no nothing doubt else about there's crash no- test dummies. I mean, like, <laughs> literally we're coming back to life of our show with yes. specifically mm-mm, mm-mm, by crash yeah. test dummies. Okay? Right, right, right. For a no, reason. Great point. It, it, but what do you think I, about but, it? But, but I, I, so... I think it is not a good song, but I'm going to, or however, I try not to use but anymore. Yes. So yes, it is not a good song. However, I do still love it. I, I, that's a great answer. I was, and I was kind of thinking of going with something like that. I think it's a good song. I think some of the lyrics are, I, I I don't know. I, I have a hard time separating it between, is it a good song or do I just like it? Or do I just like this bad song? I have a hard time saying it's bad. That being said, I listened for the first time in my life ever, listened to the actual album, God Shuffled His Feet, because he I did. wanted to see what else, it, it, what else it sounds like. And they all are very generic, easy listening, folksy, alternative. It, it's not good. There were a couple that I thought were, uh, I mean, weren't, weren't terrible, but, but this, without, without a doubt is the highlight of the crash test dummies who are still active by the way no are you serious they went away for a while but of course like everything else they came back well and and, and you you have uh, so eloquently put on the show 
uh, a few times how you kind of have to go away after you're hated and then mm-hmm. and then come back to be loved again and so there's no way they could have just kept it going what country are they from canada they are okay. from canada and that makes like, sense there's no way they're from the u.s i knew right, that exactly but uh, you know no 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 u.s citizen would put zurch as uh, uh the word for church <laughs> during- in their in their song during his during their their you know twenty year break or whatever from two thousand to t- two thousand twenty you know they he tried to get vo- uh, work as a voice actor because he does have this great rich deep voice but he couldn't get the jobs because they they could sense a little Canadian creeping uh, creeping into his voice so it's like no which would work if you're you know advertising in Canada but not not in the US you got to be able to drop that so they they actually had an album before this that was uh like wildly successful in Canada it didn't chart anywhere else in the world and then this song comes out and it reaches uh it, what number 4 in the United States number 2 in the UK but in their home country it didn't even crack the top 10 so Canada it was like, oh, you got too big. You sold out Crash Test Dummies. <laughs> yeah. You know, maybe if you would have put a lyric in your in your refrain, it would have charted in Canada. <laughs> so, exactly. That's just funny to me that they kind of turned their but back on their it would have charted in Canada because of that. It would have charted nowhere else. And it would have been stuck in the vicious, you exactly. in the vicious cycle. You know? 99 I, luft balloons or whatever. Light, 99 light luft balloons. Like... The German version is the one that everybody loves. No one wants to hear 99 red balloons. Like, no, you want to hear Nina sing the German version. The Canadians, you know, I guess they wanted to hear something else, eh? They wanted to hear more Zs. Maybe it was That it would have been fine. Yeah, if if they would have changed it to I think I did five that time. See, it's easier to do Zs than Ms. I mean, let's be clear about that. Um, I give him a wild, I give him massive amounts of respect for taking the bold, risky, highly risky decision mm-hmm. on, mm-mm, okay, mm-mm, mm-mm. because that could have tanked as easy as it could have been successful. And, and that's the thing. I, I always feel like what sets artists apart, right? It doesn't matter whether you make movies, whether you, or films, or, or a musician or whatever, you have to take big risk, big swings. If you play it safe, you can't stand out from the thousands, the hundreds of thousands of other artists in the world. So he took a big risk, and this is what made his career internationally. Man. And so that part's point. pretty cool. Great point. I mean, dude, you... you I missed the chat. I missed all the the moments of Chad brilliance, the Chad smart points. I have missed that over the last three months. That was that was straight up rad, and that was so. I and I know you took it's pretty risks. bodacious of me. Yeah, <laughs> t- I forgot we were going to start doing callbacks. Yeah, we're, 80s I, and 90s I, I, yeah I, I'm not saying absolutely for everything anymore. Everything's like a, sick a, a, or dope. It was a, yeah, it was a bodacious point that that. That I said. It really was. And see, I, obviously you're trending more the, the 80s and I'm trending more the 90s with things like bunk and whack, but we'll, we'll mix it in. But yeah, that was a great man. point. And I know you will t- 
totally, I, I know you have taken risks with your art and that's why your film is going to break through. Thank you. Do you remember, shameless plug, that wasn't, that wasn't forced or crammed <laughs> in at all, was it? Thank you. That's yeah, totally <laughs> That natural. was not planned, everyone. Yeah. <laughs>